Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. So we've got a caller in the queue. We're going to get to you just just in a few moments. Um, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please press 1. If you would like to speak to us or have any comments or want a reading, so on and so forth. Uh, we appreciate your support on our social media pages, Facebook and Twitter. Those are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psych. So you can find our profiles via the link on our Blog Talk Radio page. You can follow us on Blog Talk Radio as well, but it's kind of meaningless, I think, to do so because because um, uh, I don't think there's really any social activity that goes on on Blog Talk Radio, despite their format. You think there would be more of a, like a, I think Blog Talk Radio would be more successful if the there was more of a, um, a platform for the for the users to communicate with one another and, and things like that and communicate with the hosts. Unfortunately, it doesn't offer that capability. Everybody's kind of sequestered from one another, so so following here isn't doesn't do much. Anyway, that's my long spiel. Um, anything you want to say, Neil? About no, Ryan? <laughs> spiel, Neil. Spiel, Neil. Uh, okay, let's bring on our caller. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. So. Received your other emails but have not listened to the recordings. Listen to the first recording that you sent on Wednesday, but then I hadn't checked and, and saw other recordings, and I didn't have time last night. We didn't have time last night. So do, do you want to bring us up to date? Well, the name Penny came up again yesterday. Okay, so... <clears throat> Okay. Basically what's going on is that I I am eligible for the housing voucher, but they just are being stubborn and they they told me that I have to just sit here and wait my turn. So that's just what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna sit here and wait my turn. I'm not worried about it at all because there's also divine timing that is in place. I've already contacted the um the regional office and presented my case and everything like that and other people are reading the email chain and stuff like that, and it just it is what it is. Like I I 
What I always How struggle with you? is, am I doing I'm too much or am I not doing enough? Have you, how long have you been waiting for this housing? Since February, really March. So March, April, May, like only three months. But when you have a um, a medical condition, like with, with what I have, they, have they, to put you um, front of the line. they don't have to, they should. Right, okay, but that's a, the gist, is, is, is that you're supposed to have priority. Okay. So what, how, and oh, 212 area code, we see that you were there and we are going to be joining you shortly. So just want to let you know, 212, you will be getting a reading. Don't hang up because you'll lose your place. Okay, so Dion. Um, so that's that. And you found out that you lost that condo. We did hear that, that you, the condo, the apartment that was so near the hospital they don't want to, the owner doesn't want to rent to you because of your Section 8? Right. So it's just, that's fine because, like, she, I'm, I have to go where I'm going to prosper. Like, it would have been great because it had a little yard for my dog, but then there'll be something else that will come available. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like, um, you know, it just, it is what it is right now. I told the housing authority I'm just going to sit here until I get my voucher and it, it's just going to cause more of a hardship for the uh, owners of the apartment because they're not going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't squeeze blood from a, from a turnip. So they're not going to get paid. And um, I I feel like they're going to come through with it because I did do what Neil and you, and you, Kristen, what you suggested was that I get a hold of a supervisor and I did that, and they are a part of the email chain. And even the one person in the email chain was like, just give her her voucher, you know. But maybe it has to come from somebody else. I, I, I don't know. So, okay, and then Penny came in. So what's that about? I don't know. Last time we spoke, I think it was Neil that said, do you know a penny? Or did you say you need a penny? Do, do you remember a penny? I, the name came up again yesterday. I, I remember a lady by the name of Penny that I went to high school with. Oh, I so what? I, I only know two. It, it doesn't matter. So I, the penny, the penny, I was the one who said, do you know Penny? And, um, and you said, yes, I know Penny. And you described this Penny as someone who was um, a host at a restaurant that you visited. So you were a child. And she kind of hosted you and served you. You know, after the show, I thought, well, this is kind of analogous to the relationship you have with your housing coordinator, the person that's supposed to place you in housing. She's in your employee in, a, in, a, in, a, in an indirect way. I mean, you're not exactly paying her, but she's representing you. And the, the lady at the host counter was you're in your employee, not not directly, but indirectly serving you at the restaurant. So I think that's why Penny came in. Who's the Penny from high school? Her dad was a very wealthy, uh, well, like when, well, in my high school, we were like a bunch of spoiled brats. It was like everybody's family was wealthy. And her dad was a, was a wealthy real estate developer. 
And she still remembers me after all these years. You know, every now and again, I, I get an indication that she's around. But, yeah, I told the lady at the at the housing department, I said, you know, I the whole reason why this program is in place is for a person that's in the situation that I'm in. You know what I mean? And so you're giving me more of a hardship for somebody who already has a hardship. You know, I'm, I'm sure there are people who apply that don't need it, but this is the whole reason why this program was designed. You know what I mean? Like, I signed up for the whole thing. Like, even after my surgery, I go through the rehabilitation, and then they get you back into permanent housing, and they get you back up and running for work if you can, when you can. But, like, it's just the fact that it's this small-town mentality. You know what I mean? Like, they want to, they want to be in, in my business all the time. And they just they feel as though that, you know, they get to call the shots. So I'll just stay here and not pay the rent until – they give me my voucher and let the landlord yeah. deal with them. Because I told them if, if I get served with eviction papers and I go to court, I'm going to explain to the judge, here's all my paperwork on everything I tried to do in order to help myself. And then, like, these two cat ladies over here wouldn't do jack. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think that's probably not a good plan. Would you agree, Neil, to not pay rent? Well, it, it's kind I can't of- pay. You don't have the money. Real quick, okay. before before Neil comes in, I just want to say one thing. This housing coordinator is supposed to find you housing, right? No, they're supposed to give me the voucher and then they just give me the voucher. But they could find me housing. The problem is, is I let them know that my doctor said this living up here isn't feasible for my condition because it's a it's like you said it was a sleepy lake town and so they only have so many resources it's like driving a convertible you know like they can't help me with what it is that i need because the resources are not here this isn't like i'm living like in chicago where i have four hospitals to choose from Right One in little hospital, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got to get to a more urban or a suburban place where there's more resources for you for medical care. So their job right. is not to find you a place. Their job is just to provide you a voucher, and it's on you to find a place. Our, but, but, like, I know in California you get on a list for affordable housing at certain, um, like, apartment buildings. Is is there anything you can do to be more? Pro- they haven't given you a voucher, but is there any way you can be more proactive in finding a residence since this fell through? There's got to be okay, affordable so you housing. Can't, you can't get an apartment until you have the the voucher. So and I, you can I get have applied. You I can't get applied. A, I have applied for another apartment that's near a mm-hmm. hospital. Yesterday, I did apply, and I let uh-huh. them know that, you know, I have the voucher, and this is how much they'll pay, which is even more than what she was asking for the rent, but, you know, ultimately, that's up to the owner to decide if they want to get paid from the government or not. Hey. They don't want to give me the housing voucher because they know that I'm leaving the county. Because she said several times to me, you need to go get on the list in the county that you want to be living in. And I said, that's not how it works. You have to live somewhere for 18 months before you can even get a voucher in that county. So I can't. I can't. Like, it literally rests on you guys doing the paperwork. They don't want to give me the voucher because they know I'm moving. 
out of the county, and that's one less person that they can have here. But <clears throat> that's okay. how it works. Yeah, the um the 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 drama you're going through in terms of your birthday code would be the one in your birthday, which is the root chakra, the land, the earth. And you, not to mention you're a one master number. You have a one in your day, and you have a uh, you're a twenty eight ten one. You have a seventy three. You have a ten one there. So, anyways, your drama is in your first chakra. So. <laughs> The uh, what we have to do is figure out that okay, you're going through this and it's complicated, it's sort of a catch 22. Um, there's uh, a, a situation where you, you have an 18 month contingency plan, and and so that's problematic. You have to get a voucher, so, anyways, all these complications. I think is also a result not just of the way the earth operates, but the way your karma is getting caught up in it. So what we'll do is we will, the best we can do for you is, of course, put out energy to get you through this, meaning that the energy cells we're going to hopefully uh, organically work through such a way that it will provide for you uh, an easy access Trans, of location to location. But I want to, you know, in the weird assemblage of images that come into psychics, that sometimes doesn't seem to make sense or it's kind of displaced, I want your reaction to the word I'm going to give you. And don't worry about logic. And the word is pop, popcorn. If I say popcorn, what do you say? I love it, but I can't eat it because it gets stuck in my teeth. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Okay, so see the analogy: popcorn is a is a it's a kernel, and then you have to pop it. So there's a transformation there. You love it; it gets caught in your tr- teeth. So there's a transformation of energy that's combined with difficulty. What, and what I was just at the dentist yesterday and they had to inject my gum with medication because more than likely what last time I ate popcorn it caused like an abscess in my mouth. Okay, so there's something currently that happened too in regard to the topic. So what we'll do the best we can do for you at the moment is to put out Chris and I will put out energy that there is some sort of miraculous smooth transition keep in touch with us and let us know if anything occurs that seems to be progressive and on the other hand if things occur that seem to be obstacles let us know that too so we can keep the gauge going on the control panel but it appears as though maybe there's an outlook here or an outlet because of the confirmation immediately uh, as to how we can maybe get you through this on a psychic level, more or less an earthly one. Yeah, I feel like somebody's doing, like, black magic on me because no, I just no. wrote a doc. Well, something, something. I got the cook on me somehow because I wrote that documentary for Aaron, 
And then yeah. somebody turned me in for um, copyright infringement on the front cover to Amazon, and I had to go through a whole thing with them, showing them that I had proof that this was my work and I owned it and all that other stuff. And then now Barnes & Noble is saying that they want to close my account. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just so like, what's going okay. on? Well, well, that's that's there might be something in that regard. I mean, you do have a five in your day, and so that's literary, and that's on your karmic side. You're battling some karma. You're battling a karmic okay. situation. Yeah, but I think more than a car- more than a black magic, it is a karmic situation. I don't well, think Barnes and Noble are putting right. out ma- black no. magic towards Well, her. right, but the black magic could be absorbing something from past life where Possibly. there was something on her because she mentioned it. I don't think it's black magic in this lifetime. Right. I think it's black magic from a past, past life. life. We'll, we'll continue okay. to. Um, the only thing I'm going to say to you, because we're going to get to our other caller, yeah, we gotta get to other is your hand soap. Change your hand soap. <laughs> Change it. Just buy a different hand soap next time. A hand soap? Yeah, hand soap. Oh, hand soap. Oh, my God, Neil, you freaked me out because I got this hand soap from the um, church because they were, you know, giving us stuff for people who need supplies that can't afford to buy it, and they clogged the bathroom sink. That's part of it. You see, that's from the past life when you delved in black magic, and it was against the church, and you were accused of being a witch. That's the past life. So when I get hand soap... And you give me this, Story this you know, church. dramatic validation. It proves that we're on the right track. So change okay. your hand soap. Don't use that one. Throw it out. Give it to somebody else. Well, you probably want to give it to somebody else. Don't throw it. You know, it's environmental crap. Let Just somebody give else it have somewhere it. Else. And um, and uh, give it different hand soap, and let's see what happens. Keep us posted. Thank you. Thank you both. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Kristen, for for helping me. I really appreciate it. Welcome. Take care. All right. We have a caller from 212 that has been so very patient. Thank you for waiting. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Hello. Hi. You Hi, my you name are... is... Go ahead. And um, I'm wondering your name what again, you've seen... Oh, my name is Mary, and I'm calling New York, and I'm wondering what you see in terms of my job prospects. Job prospects? And we've spoken with you before, right? Um, some time ago. Okay, well, that okay. would be in the past. So um, what's your birth date? It's 9-15-71. And you're coming up on 52, right? Yes. No. Yes, 52. So you're 51 years old right now. You're inverted day, in fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Anything? Go. Well, Mary, let's go. Let's let's go. Let's go over to a psychic page for a minute in relation to your uh, job prospects. And I'm going to 
throw out a word at you, and you just say whatever you want. Don't worry about trying to be logical, unless it is logical. And the word is real estate. If I say real estate to you, what do you say back? Rental income. What did you say? What? Rental income. Rental income. Is this a, is this a possible um, avenue for you to make money? Or do you currently have rentals? It's a possible avenue for me to make money. And it's something that I've been considering. Um, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So here you are calling a psychic show. We come up with real estate. It's more than just coincidental that you've been considering purchasing something in order to obtain rental money. Would it, it would have put you in a position to uh, to buy property? Would that put you out of? Would it take a while for you to re, recoup your money? Yes, I think so. But my plan is to be able to buy property elsewhere in the future. Okay, so yes. a car. Okay, my side. Kristen will present her side. <laughs> my side is your your occupational issue is to buy real estate because it was mentioned out of the blue and it out of the blue it connected to something you've been concretely thinking about. That to me, the formula there would mean to go ahead and start looking at property to buy because that's going to be part of your quote career. Is this going to be something you're going to, properties you're going to rent? Um, or, or rehab, are you like looking to flip properties? Wow, I wasn't thinking of flipping properties. That's something I thought about a long time ago. I don't have the money for that right now. But I do have an apartment that I could rent out. Um, There's a problem associated with that, though, because, okay, well, the reason why I could rent it out is because I will be with my partner, who lives in a different country in Latin America for um, maybe six to nine months out of the year. And so I need somebody who will be flexible to stay in my apartment. And this apartment was meant to be a family apartment, and I would need to speak to the condo management company to get approval and sign a document to rent this place out. And my mother has – this is also my mother's home. Um, I'm a co-owner of the apartment that I live in right now, and my mother – has adamantly said to me that she does not want anybody to live in this apartment, but I'm trying to convince her otherwise. And she has told me that the the tax that you pay after you sell a property um, is different and, and more if you rent it out rather than use it as a family apartment. And so... Um, this is the issue that I'm dealing with. So I thought, oh, well, maybe I could find a student who needs to be here for the academic year but needs to go back to their family in the wintertime for the holidays and then in the summer as well. So that's why I was thinking, oh, well, a student would work, but then I don't know where to find that student. And it would be an informal agreement because I don't want to go through the management company. Nothing would be um, signed. 
So this is another strange image. Why would poppies come in? Poppies. Would that be poppies? Poppy flowers. Where where does your boyfriend live? He lives in Colombia. Do poppies grow in Colombia? Maybe. It'd be more like like East Asia, right? Wait, let me see. I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. I have my we're, right we're, we're both Googling. Okay. Poppies, Columbia. Whoops. Um, well, yes, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Poppy cultivation and yeah, production in Columbia. In the mountains of Columbia. Yes, yeah. we were actually thinking of um, renting a place in the mountains of Colombia, in oh. a colonial, very charming colonial town. That makes and, um, sense. And, yeah, yeah. So that was in our plan. And then we would decide where we would ultimately settle. You know, we wanted to test this place out and then perhaps build our own property because it's cheap to buy land there. And, sure. and it's not expensive to hire an architect and build your own property there. Yeah, so. and apparently poppies, well, they used to grow them there um, decades ago, but now they're starting again to produce heroin, which is strange. Now, I that poppies, the poppies came in prior to you mentioning you had a boyfriend in, uh, in, in um, South America. So just to let you know that. But that's interesting. So that's a good, good, sign that you're going to be able to possibly build this house in the mountain areas of Colombia. How lovely would that be? So um, mm-hmm. the yep. properties that you currently have is the property that you want to rent out, not necessarily buy additional properties in your area. Or not in my area. I wouldn't be able to afford it. No. So we would start with renting your. What do you want to say? Mm-hmm. So start with renting. How many how many units are in your apartment? Like, I have two bedrooms in my apartment. I would rent out one bedroom, and for most of the year, I wouldn't be here, mm. or at least half the year, like six months to nine months out of the year. And my goal is to find a remote position. So that, and you're, um, so it's a single-family home that you own. It's not like an apartment building with multiple rentals. No, it is. It's a condominium in an oh, apartment so building with so um, 30 floors or so. You own the whole building. Oh no, no, no! no I own you. I, you own the apart. That's the question. Do you own the like a single-family dwelling within a high-rise? Yes, that's right. Okay. Okay, Mary, you're you're talking you're talking in code. You said you'd be gone six or nine months. Six mm-hmm. is your master number, and nine is your month. Now you're born on the fifteenth, and nine one five adds up to fifteen. Your first and last numbers are nine and one, and your first and second numbers are nine and one. And what this all means is your well, your master number six. Your month is nine, and that's 15, which is your day. So all of this literate 
numer, numerical language is converting into your particular situation regarding real estate, property, that kind of thing. And so the the kind of the confusion you're going through is embedded in your karma itself. Your master number is six, so your vision is going to be really strong. But what we're suggesting is that we're sort of on the right track about you buying property to, to derive an income. So that would be the door, if I were you, that I would go through serendipitously come up with ways to that present uh, presented to you as the best way to do it. But that would be I would put my steering wheel in that direction. Uh, your boyfriend, did he have any? Has your boyfriend, to your knowledge, had any medical problems that you're aware of in his past or current? Um, he has uh, cervical cervical disc hernias in his yeah. back. So herniated discs yeah. in his um, neck area. Okay. okay. So so that's a validation. The reason that what how does that service? He's a past life individual. In the past life you had with him, you were climbing mountains and he fell to his death. That's the past life. It won't happen again. Uh-huh. But but that's what happened in the past he's life. He's still experiencing pain from that fall yeah, in this lifetime. That's he karma. Had a doctor. So, um, he, what? So, he was a doctor? No, 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 he had a bad doctor. He was uh, a joke. Yeah. We're oh. making a joke. I said he still oh, was. He, he still said he had a bad doctor. I said he had a back doctor. No. But, uh, <laughs> you see, you have a past life with him. So, Do we have his birthday? His birthday? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, uh, May 8th, 1967. May 8th, 1967. Well, there's your five and 67. Let's see. Your master number is in his He's year. 36, nine, so, so there's a 15, nine and six. We were nine, discussing two, nine and six before. Comes your day. It yeah. becomes your master number. Anything added to nine becomes the number it's added to. So it's called the eternal number, therefore. Um, you know, the interesting thing, too, is that, I mean, I'm kind of playing around with the numbers, but she's born in the ninth month, and then 1971 adds up to a nine. Yeah. That's an 18. You're now 18 years past your karmic age of 33. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, activity going on in the birth date where changes are occurring, you know, moves possibly, um, building a home. She has a voice of a teacher. Teacher? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, I don't know. There's something sophisticated and educated about your voice. She's what? What's your? What's your? Do you? But I'm also getting like an office situation. So what? What type of work do you do? Um, well, I used to write grants for a living, and oh. I raised money for nonprofits, and then. Okay. During the pandemic, I decided to try e-commerce, and I sold products on Amazon. But okay. that didn't work out so well because um, right now, well, I mean, I would need to find suppliers who sell at a very, very low cost so that I can 
um, make some money off of well, reselling man, the products. Yes, no AIDS. Is her your boyfriend uh, AIDS? She's got a broken AIDS. According to this reading, your main pathway would be in buying real estate, buying property, and renting it out. You're on the right track there. I'm not suggesting that it won't be difficult, but but what we've got at the moment, that's your best option. But, How you get there is going to be up to you, but that's your best option. But in her past, you know, an educated person writes grants. That makes sense. She worked for a nonprofit. That was probably an office situation. She's using her mind to write these grants and proposals. Obviously, you need to be somewhat literate to be able to write grants in a cohesive fashion. So that that okay. is a um, that is a validation. So, um, I mean, you're, you're getting into a very different area than what you've previously done in your career. So it's kind of a, a big change. Absolutely. Writing grants in a nonprofit yeah. to actually, you know, buying and selling properties. What did your father cross over? Or was there a divorce? Oh, no, no. He's actually currently... Um, well, he he had a stroke, and he I was going to say was he sick. He has lung ask. cancer. But, yeah, uh, that's so, why he's coming through like that. Yeah, Is like I'm sick? concerned about him because uh, mm-hmm. you know he was in the hospital for about five months, and he just transferred to a nursing home. But you know, like well, a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you see? Well, I mean, you know, obviously he came up, and so there's some concern there. Of course, we'll put out energy for his health. The the way it came in to me, it wasn't too good. So, um, but we'll put out energy that maybe he'll he'll um, be all right. You're in you're in New York. Is there a Long Beach out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how are you connected to Long Beach? Beach. I think that's in Long Island. I don't think I've ever been there, actually. Well, really? say something. Just be creative. Say something about Long Beach in New York. Long Beach is um, is a popular summer hangout for New Yorkers. That's okay. So have you ever known anyone named Desmond or Denny or Danny or something with the D? David? I know. Okay. 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 And we'll hang out with David for 30 seconds. Tell me about David. Tell us about David. Oh, there's a couple of Davids, actually. Um, Well, pick one out. Pick one out that's the most significant. Oh, the most significant one? Oh, boy. Well, I'm trying to reach him, and um, right now. he is okay. – I left a message for him. He hasn't called me back. Um, essentially, he's a famous artist, and he does have a place in upstate New York. And uh, he and I were in contact because he was a donor to my friend's nonprofit, my friend's died unexpectedly a couple of years ago and named me the executor of his estate. And so there was a work of art in my friend's home that is supposed to be sold. And um, the artist has that work of art in his 
in his um, warehouse, and he said he was going to sell it to either benefit the family of my friend or um, my friend's nonprofit organization. And you sold that to the nonprofit organization. Sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. You'll finish oh. your thought. Oh, right. And the thing is that he hasn't been in contact with me for months, and I tried to reach him several times last year, at the end of last year, um, and then again just earlier this week. And he hasn't called me back. So I'm just wondering what the heck is going on if well, um, he's ever going to come around. You fell into a pool of past life energy. You're, you're actually living currently, but you're experiencing past life traumas and dilemmas and experiences, good and bad. So you're in an area of, um, you're, in a, you're caught in a, in a quagmire of past life energy. We've got to see how to get you out of that because the past lives have been a little bit problematic for you. So we've got to figure out how to, have you ever known anyone that has deaf or had a hearing loss or anything like that? My father has significant hearing loss. Yeah. And, See, and my, my drama. Go ahead. And the friend who passed away, whose estate I'm the executor of, lost his eyesight to glaucoma. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's relevant. Well, well it is. I mean, that that individual soul is communicating with us in the reading today. I mean, this is getting deeper and deeper for a radio show. It's too deep for a radio show. But <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, what's happening is you're being contacted by that spirit. You're getting caught up in energies that, that collide with this present moment from past lives. The outcome is, your best outcome is to start looking for property. I mean, you can always do a private reading. Yeah. You can call us back. This is getting a little bit too complicated. It the, is. I mean, there's the, a lot. But, you know, it, it, again, we're back to, uh, you know, nonprofits. She's dealing with art. This is not we're, – we're in a higher echelon of society than just, you know, running out of a room in an apartment. So that was – I was picking that up about her voice. And she obviously has contact in the, in, in the art world. That are, that are famous. You're saying that David's a famous artist. So what your voice is revealing is Hi, can you hear me? Oh, yes. I, I can hear you now, but you just broke up for like a few seconds. Any Joey or Joseph in your background? I don't know what you heard me say before that, but... Oh, Joseph? Joey or Joseph? Um, my yeah. cousin's name is Joseph. Okay. Just give us a little snippet about your cousin, Joseph. Oh, he's he do? quite a character. <laughs> um, he and I overlapped in grad school for a mm-hmm. while, and he ended up not getting his Ph.D., and he switched fields. Like, he was a Buddhist monk, and then he decided to derobe, and um, it was the... It was the monastery that sent him to get a PhD in Buddhism, but then um, he didn't—he didn't get the PhD because he didn't like theory, and theory is a big part of um, the curriculum. And mm-hmm. he ended up studying 
um, uh, Asian medicine, I think alternative medicine, but then mm-hmm. he moved back to Taiwan. That's our native country. And oh. uh, unfortunately, Taiwan does not recognize degrees from the U.S. or out, even China. They only recognize yeah. degrees in the, from Taiwan. From, and so he right. hasn't been able to practice what he learned. And he's now um, you know, divorced from the woman that he secretly married when he was in school. And he is now married to a second wife who's a hairdresser. And they live in a really beautiful mountainous part of Taiwan in the south. Mountainous. The mountains are coming in again, but Taiwan. Where, um, where, what, what's your degree in? Um, in art history, Asian right. studies, and public policy. Art history. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, public policy. And obviously the, there is, in the Asian community, um, there's pressure from I mean, there's, I mean, there's a high standard of achievement. I mean, that's, that education is, is very highly regarded in, in Asian communities. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. And you, not only that, but music, um, you know, excelling in music and in arts. So yep. many Asian people that, are, that grew up in a traditional home are very well versed in a number of subjects, you know. So, <laughs> well, there's you see, there's a complexity going on. There's several different facets to this reading that we're trying to squeeze into a, a radio show reading. So you've got more than what can a cup can handle. And my cup's empty. Um, I need something in it. <laughs> I mean, you can call back. You can just take what you've got. You can call privately. I, we, you know, that's up to you. But you've got a you've got a big you've got a big train ahead of you, and you're somewhere in the middle of that train, and you're trying to get over to the locomotion of the the, the main the main body of, of energy, and you're you, and this metaphor, if you will, as you're traveling through the to the different individual cars to get to the locomotive section, and you've got some past life energies to get through. So there's some complications that you're swimming through that are all combined in what we've discovered in these aspects of the reading. You'll get there, but it's problematic. You'll get there, but it's problematic. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to... Roll with the punches. Seems Wait, like I'm going to challenge what's your, what's your boyfriend's birthday? I just want to get that for the record. How long have you been together? I mean, I should we should be telling you this, but we limit limited time, so we're asking. Oh. I'm getting a two, but go. Okay. His birthday. Oh, okay. Um, five eight sixty seven. Seven. Hmm. Thirteen. Twenty three. He's a thirty-six nine. Do we ask that already? Yeah. Oh, we, I already asked this. Why do I have this already? I already asked this question. Five eight sixty seven thirty-six nine. Why am I getting a two? Uh, has he been divorced? Yes. Yeah, that's probably why I was getting the two. Because sometimes, you know, if people are compounded, 
like by 2911-2, for example, if 3811-2, there's a divorce. So that two represented a divorce. So that I translated the two when I realized I already had the birth date into a divorce. And yes, he has been divorced. And how long have you been together? We have been together as a couple for almost two years, but we've known each other for 22, almost 22 years because we so met in graduate two. school. Okay, so that's the two, two, two also. Three years, you said, of a relationship? Almost two years. Almost two years. Oh, that's, oh, there's two again. Okay, just trying to get that information. I mean, what what else is there to say? You've given her a good reason. Well, it's too complicated. I mean, we hope we gave you some insight into what's going on. You can take that information, absorb it. You know, you're you're an art degree. You, you, You just... You just went through a fast tour of an art museum, and you're trying to absorb what you saw. We didn't have time to ponder one painting and discuss its symbolism. But you, you, you have been giving, given a rush of energy fields that have been validated. And now you've got to take that journey and go forward. And it sounds like your, your, your mindset is to take, go with the punches. So maybe you were a boxer. But but I wouldn't go with the punches. I, I wouldn't go with the punches. I would direct the punches. You don't want to you go with throw out the punches? You want to direct the punches. So, you know, I mean, painters can say, well, I don't know what I'm painting. I'll just scribble some things. So they can say, you know, I've got a composition set out, and I'm doing the outline for it, and I'll eventually fill it in. Your, your, your paintings, are they more abstract or realistic? Oh, well, I I studied art history. I'm not an artist myself, but um, I like abstract art. Oh, abstract. Yeah. She likes that. Well, then you maybe you'll go with the punches. Make more but, art. but, you know, I mean, when you mentioned David, I was thinking of David Hockney, but he's dead. But, he's dead, you know, yeah. 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 But it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of Davids. So, um, <laughs> yes. And yeah. not to mention Michelangelo's David. David, right. Um, so let's, not, let's not get into the bare essence of bare art. essence. <laughs> but, uh, here we go. Okay, Mary. Good luck. All right. Good luck. Oh, thank you so much. All right. It's been a very enlightening hour. Great. Glad to hear it. Take care. All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. So we've got about. Well, we're gonna we've got about five minutes, or not. We can close. I mean, we're done. We don't have any callers. No, so. we don't have any callers. I mean, um, you know, I don't know if there's anything else we wanna say. Well, I mean, you know, we we had some interesting uh, readings today too, but it helps to somewhat reveal uh, certain parts of the energy and how things work and numerology and all that kind of business. I mean, you know, um, what's interesting, let's kind of wrap up the show, but That's what's interesting up, yeah. is that Dion had one, two, five, so so she had a one, five in there, and uh-huh. then Mary and then calls, Mary's, and she's, she's born, born on the 15. 15th. Their years are interchangeable, and their master numbers become a seven, which is, you know, tribal. We well, yeah. The, the tribal energy yeah. is how people connect. Yeah, and that's in her 71. Other. I mean, the six. Yes. Her six is between 
the seven and one. So one plus six is seven, blah, blah, blah. I asked for the boyfriend's birthday twice. I don't know why I did that, but anyway. Um, but it did reveal some additional information about their um, the length of time that they knew each other, the two years, the 22 years ago that they met. And I don't know, interesting. Yeah. I guess that's it. Okay. Okay. Take care, everyone. Have a good weekend.